0: I'm Gab, he's Jules. Blue skies over West London. Um, wow. Another huge, huge weekend. A lot of controversy yeah. between Newcastle and Arsenal yes. and referees and VR and Arteta. We'll be getting to that. Milan losing. Barcelona almost dropping points. Yeah. Should have dropped points, probably. Real Madrid not winning. I mean, seriously, it so, was, was mad. We'll get into the big story, which is Bayer Leverkusen, sorry, Bayer Leverkusen, uh, Borussia Dortmund and Bayern Munich. But, by the way, um, we have Nice, hope maybe Spurs tonight uh, as league leaders. Um, Girona. Girona and Bayer Leverkusen. I think four of those five, totally unexpected in the in big five. How about party. that? Yeah, How about amazing. that. But let's start at the classic. Now, I have developed a theory here, okay. um, which is if you're Bayern, if you're doing badly, like say happened last April when... The club is a mess, and you yeah. sack Nagelsmann amid recrimination of, of, of spying and Tapalovic, and 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 then Hassan Salihamidzic and infighting and whatever. And you're really at sixes and sevens. What yeah. you do, you go play, play Dortmund. Hey, and yeah. we're in the same situation again. Now no, they, yeah. they, they get knocked out of the Pokal, and everybody's glum. Tuchel's weird. Tuchel's picking fights with Mateus and blah, blah, blah. TV pundits wasting way too much airtime on Definitely. this. Definitely. So, and you have a trip to the Westfalen. Yeah.
1: And that's just a pick-me-up pick Bayern need exactly. because Dortmund spot them two games. Exactly. And we get excited, Gav, every year, every season for the Classica, all the time, thinking, oh, yeah, we have a game. This is going to be great. And then this happens all the time. 2-0 yeah. down Dortmund after 10 minutes. Bayern walking all over them. They could have won 6-7-1, maybe, because Dortmund could have had a goal, to be fair to them. But there was just no match. And you get excited. You still would watch it, even if you knew that Bayern would wipe the floor with them. But you get excited before thinking, okay, maybe we are, we won a good game. Yeah, no one-sided game like we saw
0: 2 down inside of nine minutes. The yeah. yellow wall silenced. Um, and by the way, so last time it was you know Kobel who mal- uh, malfunctioned yeah. in the uh, in the Dortmund goal. Uh, this time it was Schlotterbeck. He That's not just him no 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 but early on but yeah. you want to talk about something that sets a tone right yeah and this is what gets me about Dortmund we've been praising them look they look more solid they found the right balance with Schlotterbeck's playing really really well and he's leading the, the, that defence um, they look more solid you know if they don't get results it's because things happen elsewhere yeah, it's not yeah, the Keystone yeah. Cops offending. Hammers as well we've yeah. praised Hammers this season okay, so he's marking his job he's a centre back his job is to mark the man who's the size of a building right yeah. Dayo Upamecano um, on a corner. On a corner, right? And the camera zooms in on his face yeah. and he's laughing and chit-chatting. He's talking to Upamekano. I don't know what he's saying to him. I don't know, but he's having a red giggle. We three minutes uh,
1: in. The ball comes in, Upamekano just runs away from him and and scores. I, just can't, I can't, Gab, I promise you, if I was a coach at that level, this would drive me absolutely mad. And I think Schlottebeck is a good player, but you, good players can't do things like this. I don't care, you can't. I would rather him just consider penalty even then letting upamecano with a free header in this game after 3 minutes which Whoa. literally kills your game plan kills so many things it's just i i don't i don't understand them pretty horrendous defending on the second goal uh,
0: as, as well, well yeah. giving the ball away when you're uncovered and look that just you're right. That that killed the game. Now Completely. we also need to give some praise to to Bayern because this is still a bounce back from. I mean, you're gifted two goals. I know. I look at this though, and I say, all right, what have I actually learned about Bayern? And what I've learned is obviously all this fortitude and mentality, fine, but well, also I'm supposedly not even sure about that. But also that. If you they're in the lead and they decide to be more conservative, and with Tuchel, they definitely are more conservative, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they say like, "All right, here we have a lead. Let's play on the counter. See what happens." Exactly, they will absolutely destroy you because Harry yeah. Kane on the counter. I mean, he was born to do this. After those years with Mourinho and Conte, Leroy Sane is the fastest thing on yeah. two
1: legs. I mean, he's unplayable uh, right now. Musiala with his trickery and Coman as well. They have the perfect. They have the perfect players for that. It's not how you expect Bayern to play though. And I'm still disappointed when I see them collectively as a team, but it's so effective. We saw again Galatasaray, we saw again against Dortmund. They could have scored more, should have scored more maybe. It was just just brilliant to watch. And it was helped by many mistakes made by Dortmund, of course, and they were chasing the game. But Harry Kane is just incredible, man. 15 goals after 10 games, five assists. There's only, so the the Gladbach game that they won 2-1 where he didn't score or assist. The Freiburg, Freiburg game, he didn't score, but he assisted. And I think the Copenhagen game in the Champions League where he didn't do either again. But apart from that, every game, there's been something.
0: I think he's what, three hat-tricks this season, something like that. It's, uh, crazy. it's, uh, it's crazy. We're, we're going we're gonna to get into this. We're going to tell you why Thomas Tuchel is still a bundle of nerves. I think this is basically his like normal state of being. <laughs> we're going to get into that, look a little more at Dortmund on the Gavin Jules show. All right, Jules, let's stick to this point. Yeah. Because to me... This is still an incomplete Bayern team. And not just to me, but to Lothar, Mateus, and Didi Hamann. They were absolutely vicious. They
1: said that it hasn't improved since Tuchel took
0: over. Yes, he says the squad is not developing. Yeah, And look, Tuchel obviously really took it to
1: heart. And I, I think, <laughs> I think, I think he, Did he answer back, well, I don't think Mateus and Hamann have also progressed since i took this he, he kind of threw it back at them or something he or
0: did not? yeah he's like i don't think they've they've developed yeah, or whatever yeah. but I right, we need to give some context to this so there's different things and there's, there's different situations in different countries right in italy um for example you often get ex-players of a club turn pundits who kind of tend to give the club the benefit of the doubt, you know, until the worm turns, and then everybody has yeah. on to the manager. I think in Spain, that's pretty much undeniable. Yeah, um, certainly at, at Real Madrid, again, until the mood changed. I, I think of think of when Jose Mourinho was at Real Madrid the first time, right? At the beginning, the first two years, when he was doing well, when he wasn't fighting with Casillas and club yeah. legends and everything, yeah. Yeah. he could do no wrong, right? Um, and then when they all decided to. Hated him. Yeah, everybody went, including yeah, including the. We we see this here a lot. Same thing. Like, oh, let's all get you know. Obviously, there's so many Manchester United fans uh, or sorry, ex players, and it's like, oh, give ten hard time, give ten hard time, and then then they turn like they turn yeah Yeah. which which is which is you know it's it's understandable something in germany there's a slightly different tradition especially bayern they are absolutely ruthless part of me really respects that yeah me too Um, i like it i also think it probably makes it very difficult because to to, to play there because all these guys whether it's Matthias or haman i think obviously they think that when they were playing like everything went swimmingly maybe or maybe they hold bayern to such high standards From day one, they will be hypercritical if they think they should be hypercritical. They don't
1: care. And also, like you, I think a lot of people in Germany believe that sacking Nagelsmann was wrong anyway. That, in a way, maybe it's not so much who came after, although Nat Tuchel is that the target, but it's so much it's more than that. Nagelsmann should still be in charge. I, whatever the case, this has
0: obviously gotten inside Tommy Tuchel's head. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I said he was a bundle of nerves at Chelsea.
1: Like which part he of, was.
0: Which he was. Part yep. of me wonders if he hasn't gotten worse. Now, you had the incident before the game where you know he says, well, they haven't developed those yeah. pundits. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And then 3 0 up, you figure, all hey, right, dude, you've won the game. You're 3 0 up away from the home. Dortmund are horrendous. What does he do? He starts arguing with the referee and he gets himself booked. Yeah. Uh, after the game, and this is great television. I'm going to put a link to it in my musings column. It's on YouTube, even if you don't speak German. It's worth checking this out just to see Tuchel's face and Mateus' face. So basically, Lothar Mateus is a pundit for Sky Germany, yeah. who are the rights holders. And contractually, Tuchel has to come to the little to their little table. Yeah, pitch side. Pitch side and, and answer questions. So he comes in, he kind of gives like a handshake and a half embrace to Mateus. And I guess the guy congratulates him a little bit, and he says, and he like turns, and his, his eyes are like little dots. And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, despite the fact that the team hasn't developed, and despite the terrible coach that he they knew have, he was going to
1: have a dig." Oh
0: you know? my god, I know, but
1: he's fair. He's going fair.
0: back for it. And then at I'll one the point, same. okay, at one point he's like, "Ah, oh, well, then I don't need to." Like he takes his he takes his earpiece
1: off, like he doesn't want to. And he does shake Mateo's hand again when he leaves, yeah. but. He's pumped. Even the celebrations after the goals, to be fair, the third and the fourth one, I'm like, come on. He celebrated like if it's they, the last-minute winner in a Champions League final or something. But, OK, is it fair, though? Has this team developed? Is this team better than they were? Under? Collectively, no. Collectively, they're not. Collectively, they're not playing better than, than the Nagelsmann. There's nothing. Collectively, we've said that all along, all season. There's just not. They don't play as a team. But because they are so brilliant individually, and when you've got Sani in that kind of form and Kane, of course, and Koman, and Musiala, even if defensively he's still a bit shaky. Well Delict wasn't there. Yeah, Delict wasn't there, but you're your uh, Delict fanboy. But Upamekano Kim is still a very good pair of centre back. But neither one is delict. No, true. And and Manuel Noya is back now as well. They don't play well as a team, and yet it worked against Dortmund because Dortmund were very naive. The first ten minutes, we said that because then they let all that space. We said that. Go back to a team that sit much deeper with a much lower block. That don't a team that but doesn't give you don't go 2 0 down after nine. Yeah, minutes. exactly. That yeah. is actually strong on set pieces, and Bayern struggle. Like they struggle in quite a few games this season.
0: That's the thing. I mean, Tuchel pointed out that, that they were undefeated in the Bundesliga and blah blah blah. It's all fair. Those are those are facts. Mm. It's also a fact that they're not in first place. And yeah. you know, I believe I think they were four points clear at the top when he took over last season from yeah. uh, f- from uh, Nagelsmann. From Nagelsmann, that's right. Um, and they should have lost the title
1: last season. I the should merit that. Yeah,
0: Dortmund threw the title yeah. away last season. There's no Kimmich, but then again, when Kimmich is there, you feel like Tuchel's not getting the best out of Kimmich. They're obviously better with Kimmich. I thought thought Limer, the much maligned and criticized Limer, did his job well. I agree. Goretzka was devastating, but again, Goretzka, because of his injuries, isn't somebody that you can can rely on. But you're right, Jules, there is such a gap in quality. I mean, if we did the combined 11, like, I mean, let's not bother doing this, but... Sorry, actually, let's do this. Which Dortmund <laughs> player, and when everybody's fit on both teams, which Dortmund player gets into it's a It's because team?
1: you're not happy by the, the team they used to be and the team they are now. But the fact is, you can't get Bellingham every three years once you sold one. Same with Haaland, Gabi. Same with Hakimi. Maybe even same, same with, with Guerrero. Guerrero. No, but maybe, okay, Guerrero might be the only one where they could have got a better left-back than Riessen. or. Oh. Whoever they can have potentially are left back. I, mean, I don't know who's the other one. I mean, you
0: option. go from Hakimi and Guerrero to. Wolf and I mean. Bad.
1: Okay. But Bellingham and Haaland are generational. Generation, generational talent. Yeah. So you can't. You just sell one, but you'll have to wait another 10 years to, if you're okay. lucky, get another that's similar. That's
0: fine. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. So maybe this is still the second biggest team in Germany. Yeah. This is true.
1: still the team that has full we have, front. Yeah. We,
0: we, 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 well, you mentioned Fokker, but like we spent years. Praising them, oh, look, they're so good at developing talent and Pulisic and, and Mkhitaryan and this and that, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah, they've lost m- that. What, touch. what are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. Also, what do they develop when you go and you do the Salzburg thing of signing the best, you know, U16s in the world? Hey, look, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. some of them are going to pan out. But what I find really disappointing about this is A, the fact that they had looked more solid. And I thought, and I believe that Ed and they are behind this nonsense, that they left all this stuff behind. But what gets me about this is if you're going to play with Nicholas Fulkrug as your center forward. Oh, and by the way, let's not forget, like they spent a ton of money on Sebastian Haller and yeah. now they realize what well, they don't like him anymore, right? Yeah. They nourish him back to, back to health. and oh, like, We don't need you, right? Give Mukoku a new contract, blah, 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 blah. We need freaking Nicholas Fulkrug up front. Yeah. You're going to play with Fulkrug, that's fine. You need patterns of play to get the ball in the box. Yeah. They didn't have that. At all. No. The the pattern of play amounts to wait for Brandt and Marlon to do something. Yeah. And if they have a bad game, which can happen, they're not bad players and they've been playing fine this season. If they have a bad game, there's there's nothing there. The midfield, we praise them. Emre Sean, oh, he brought
1: balance. Okay, he's not there. And everything... with things have been better had he been there? Because we said against, against Newcastle, for example, it was probably better... It was actually not a bad thing for them to lose him than to actually have him. In this game, it look it looked bad without him to be fair.
0: It looks I I, I think Emre Sean is, is critical to what they do. Maybe one day Austin will be will, will be will progress. But no, but no, It's not, the same is, yeah. is, is, it's not is, the same. is Emre Sean's floor. So when I look at this, um if I were a Dortmund fan, I would be really, really unhappy. Because this brings back all the ghosts,
1: this psychologically I think is a massive blow. Yeah, I don't know. But psychologically, you- there's something against Bayern. Gab, it can't be because it looks like they are terrified every time. Like you said in the at the start of the show, they look terrified every time they they play them. The mistakes that so set pieces, they, it looked like they have sorted out all the issues on defensive set pieces because last season, even the season, especially the season before. They used to concede all the times on PC. This time it's better. You play Bayern, after three minutes, first set, first set piece, you concede a goal. So it looked, I don't know, it looked like psychologically there's some sort of blockage, but when they play Bayern, either they put too much pressure on themselves, either individually they just think like, oh, this is huge, this is a big test, Nagelsmann is in the crowd, there's this, it's on television, Mataos is, I, I don't know how they approach it, but it looks like they they just lose everything when they when come to play Bayern. And because Bayern are so strong mentally, Historically, then it's just it's just you have that kind of opposition of of mental strength almost that always goes by and away. Champions League returns this week. I'm going to leave you with this question:
0: um, Given that it's Tuchel, he's won it before. Given that this, I use the word more defensive version of Bayern that he can turn to yeah. can be effective in you know in the home and away format. How many teams do you say are clearly? favored relative to Bayern to win the Champions League.
1: I'll help you. Manchester City. Yeah. For League sure. Winner. And then? I don't know. I still think they can't go all the way if they don't improve collectively. I don't I, I, I wouldn't think so think either,
0: but when I think who is clearly above them,
1: it. I did it's the only one because
0: if they play Real Madrid. Would I would I think, would I think Real Madrid would beat them? Probably, but I could also
1: see this. Yeah, but I don't imagine a good against Atletico Madrid, for example. Like like not the Atletico that we saw at Las Palmas on Friday right. night, like the Atletico that we saw against against Real Madrid in the league. I'm not sure this Bayern team breaks them down, and I think they get vulnerable on Atletico's <laughs> counter or oh, in, in Atletico's when Atletico yeah. have the ball so I'm not sure but yeah no I see your point I think when you but have they Kane, are in that mix yeah when you have Kane and Sonny in that kind of form you can beat anybody else on, yeah. on your day but you can also get beaten by some really good structurally teams Leroy signing top 10 player in the world right now yeah he's outstanding outstanding All
0: right, enough, Classic. What a stupid name, by the way. Why don't you have you have you, your proud footballing nation well, sure. get Classi- your own
1: name for it? Classico, le classique. Yeah, classica. stop copying them.
0: Stop copying them. I you don't need to do it. Uh, How about some quick hits? Let's go, Gab. Arsenal lose their unbeaten status falling 1-0 to Newcastle. Jules the big talking point. is Anthony Gordon's goal that was allowed to stand, though many felt that, well, many, me, felt that Bruno Guimaraes should have been sent off and Kai Havertz could have been sent off too.
1: Yeah, uh, so many things happened in that game, Gabby. The tension, you could feel uh, the atmosphere on the pitch itself. Not a good game at all, very physical. I thought Arsenal controlled it for most most of it. Certainly in that first half, Kai Havertz put a bit of a uh, spice into it. Certainly for that tackle on long been sent off? On long staff. I don't think I. For me, as long as the right, the, his right leg, his right foot doesn't touch long stuff at all, his, it's his training leg that goes mm-hmm. down and takes off and all take right. out and take out. So it's not red. Bruno, uh, you you just can't you can't punch any anyone. You cannot punch anyone in the head. Whether well, it's the back of the head, you can't just. No. Since when can you punch people? <laughs> <laughs> but 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 St James
0: Park, the true army, the wonderful atmosphere up and. Up. I mean, I th- I think Bruno was fortunate. I think he. he was go to You were telling me how VAR was completely justified in in helping in making sure that not overturning the call, making sure that the goal was disallowed, and that that was never a goal, right?
1: I just, I just, I just don't think, I mean, I think. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I think I even, I even see a handball from Joelinton before Gordon gets the ball back. So I don't understand how VAR can check the offside. It's beyond me. I don't, I don't understand when you have a system that is supposed to help you with they offside. They don't have it though.
0: They don't have semi-automatic offside in the Premier League because the Premier League. Okay, but this version of potato. VAR
1: can. Can't do the can't do the offside on. No, because they one.
0: use cameras, and if players are standing in the way, they don't have the right. angle on it. Now, exactly, that's some bad. debate. Some people will tell you that, oh no, but UEFA who do have semi-automatic offside couldn't have used it either it's to do with a chip in the ball. But I'm pretty sure it could stand to be corrected. The FIFA version that they use in the World Cup and the version they use in some leagues could have done it. Uh, yeah. Premier League decided not to have it this yeah. year because they're going to have more cameras. Well, obviously not enough cameras. We agree that. It looks like it's a
1: it's a push from Joe Linton on
0: Gabriel. Doesn't look right. like it is a push. It's two hands at the back. It's goal, this is why the goal shouldn't stand. Like the other stuff, ball going out of play. Content, has, you can't you can't determine now. it. By the way, there's an easy fix to the rules. Why do we have to have the whole ball? Why not just use the base of the ball and then you don't have this problem, right? Yeah. If, so if the base of go. the ball okay. yeah. in that instance is out. The offside, the whatever it's tricky. Was he on? We just don't know. I I don't know. You don't know. VAR doesn't know. No semi-automatic offside probably would know, but we don't have it. But for me, it's a push. And this is what really bugs me about this is in the explanations we got. Dermot Gallagher writing on the Premier League web website or or doing whatever he does. He works for the Premier League, so obviously he's going to stick up for it. But he comes out and he says, "Well." Um, even the language he uses, VAR didn't see enough in the push to overturn Stuart At- Atwell. No, VAR's job isn't to overrule the referee. It's, it's all amazing. they can do is invite the referee yeah. to take another look. He should have had a look. He should have had a look, 100%. I, but he, he sees it once in real time. If he doesn't have a perfect angle, he's a human being. Yeah. Why not let him see it again? What? I don't know why they didn't call him to the screen. It's beyond me. Especially if, it's happens with some referees, you have the expectation, like, oh, if I get this wrong, then the referee. Exactly. Well, we'll VAR will we'll sort it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And Gabi Arteta had very harsh words after the game, saying that after 20 years living in England, he was embarrassed by the standard of refereeing that we have now. Arsenal doubled down the next day with a statement that they released saying that they were fully behind his words. What do you make of this?
0: So. Look, I think Arteta went over the top, but then I might have done exactly the same thing speaking after the game. Yeah. I don't think you need to make it about the 20 years in this country and you're embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. I think this could get him in trouble and it's not going to win him friends. And you have to realize, as Arsenal manager, you have to do the interests of Arsenal. Does this do the interests of Arsenal? I'm not sure. I'm not sure
1: the Arsenal statement does either. Um, but that's he, like, like Jimmy Carragher said, he was honest. He said exactly how he felt. Yeah. What, so and you should say, well done to the
0: referee. We lost the game. We deserve to lose the game. No, you just say I disagree with the call and move on because I think some referees, I hate to say I this, no, but this are, is a big are, game. Are gonna be a little bit vindictive. That's you, you don't want to set yourself up for that. Manchester United bounced back from their League Cup defeat with a late Bruno Fernandes goal.
1: Oh. Jules, or three points are big, but this really wasn't
0: much of a performance.
1: It was not good at all. But hey, They've won before in the league, not being good, and still getting the three points in the position that they were in. Before this was worse Fulham than game. some
0: games that they lost.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But oh. it, I mean, is, is it worse than the Brentford game? I'm not so sure. Is it worse than the Newcastle game? Probably. Yeah, probably as well. There's still there's still there's there's a lot of things missing in that team for sure. Rashford wasn't there, whether he was really injured or it was a, a sanction from him parting on his birthday after the city defeat, I don't know. But at least Bruno Bruno came good and big, and that's the most important for them. They'll take that and move on to the Champions League. Harry Maguire got a nasty bump uh, with his, when his head was smashed into Rodrigo Mooney's shoulder and later looked quite dizzy after a headed clearance. Did it look like the the whole concussion protocol was followed?
0: I have to believe... Look, watching on television, it looks like, right, this guy can't come straight back on. But then I'm not a doctor. I'm not a yep. doctor visiting him. I have to put my trust in the united doctor who puts mcguire's well-being and the rules ahead of everything else so mcguire said oh he wasn't dizzy he knew where he was at all times he's fine i don't know maybe he goes through life like that no, i maybe, don't know maybe, maybe um but by the way can i say something all those people who said he's got no future united he'll never play again blah 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 you can say this harry mcguire's proving them wrong Jules, we ain't done. More quick hits.
1: Yes.
0: An injury time. Ronaldo goal Woo. gives Barcelona all three points away to La Real
1: Sociedad. But Jules, they got very, 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 very lucky. lucky. They got battered, Gab, for most of the game. I mean, after five minutes, they could have been three-nil down. La Real started the game so well, created chances. Then the game kind of evened up a little bit more. Uh, and you could see that what Pedri is going to bring to this team in terms of creativity and everything when he came back. But, but overall, they didn't deserve to win. It's one of those wins that I remind you a little bit of last season when Mark to ter Stegen, man won, of the match. Yeah, they won 11 times, one nil last season. And again, this is a very one nil kind of last season result for them. But they won, especially on the back of the defeat in the Classico, That was a huge game to win. By the way, João Cancelo. I, somebody made the point on La Liga TV last night
0: that like they haven't had a right back for like eight years and then suddenly they find one and he plays him as a winger. But you said
1: to me after the classic coup, oh, he would never play back three again. I knew he would. I knew there was things that he liked in that back three. Uh, this, but this is, this is not necessary. Right.
0: I, I don't think you're going to see this again.
1: No, no, no. Milan lose at home to Udinese. one-nil Stefano Pioli plays a formation we'd never seen before, Gab. How badly did he get that run wrong? Hugely. Now, I'm not... So bad that I I don't like
0: criticising people for thinking outside the box. And Milan do have a ton of injuries. And obviously, they have a huge game coming up against Paris Saint-Germain. And you're playing Udinese, who have zero victories this season at home. So you figure, all right, this is the game. I'm going to throw a curveball, do something new. But is he going to play like this against PSG? No, he's not. So why then? Because he wanted to rest certain players. And he figured it into Udinese. This is fine. And so he starts... Jovic and Giroud as like a yeah. double battering ram centre-forward, which means Leal plays further away, which means you've got Musa on the right, which might have been fine maybe if Udinese had decided to park the bus, but Udinese didn't. And they didn't create anything. Jovic was terrible. You, you, something, yeah. Something's really... He needs to find time. his way, right? Um, and after the game, for the first time, uh, he, was, uh, he was really, really booed by the fans. Yeah, probably the fans were not game. happy. Is really, really big for them. Again, you got alibis, injuries, Teo again, at the last minute,
1: boo boo. I think nine players were out.
0: But still. Uh, it's what he needs at home, and, and he didn't help himself. Yeah, Luis Diaz scores a late emotional goal to help Liverpool get a point on the road at Luton. Jules, it was a touching celebration. But as Klopp said, not a great performance for his team. But can we give some credit to Luton? Yeah, I we mean, should, let's, let's start with
1: Luis Diaz because you're right. He came off. He came off the bench. Scored that header to make it one-one right at the end. Had a, a t-shirt under his his, his kit saying, uh, "You know, freedom for dad." which was very, it was emotional. You, you just can't imagine what he went through the last week since his parents were kidnapped. For him to have that strength to play and to score, and hopefully what is being said from Colombia is that they're going to release his, his dad and that the, the guerrilla army that uh, kidnapped him by mistake apparently as well are going to release him. So we, we see. I I didn't think Liverpool played that badly. I thought Luton made the game hard for them because yeah. they were so aggressive, so physical, so good in the transition, but Darwin Nunez should have scored three goals. I would have scored two of the chances that Darwin Nunez got. But Mo Salah. If Mo, I, th- I, know, I think he assumed Mosala
0: was going to score with that header. Yeah, but still. And so yeah, he
1: wasn't ready. I know, but still. Still.
0: By the way, I, I love the little reminders are still in Ireland. I forget whose commentary, whose commentary it was. They said like, oh, and you expect Darwin Nunez, the informed striker, not just in the Premier League, but in the world. I'm like, really? It's, it's, it's not... The English guy
1: who plays for Munich, who's the in for, or but whatever. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, no, it was not great, but it's a game. I think the XG is like three point three or something like that. So the club wasn't happy. He was I mean, not, if he's happy, not happy. I'm not I happy. can understand. Yeah, and to be fair, substitutions changed the game. So well done to him. On the other hand, Manchester City beat up Bournemouth 6 1. Gabi has Jeremy Doku bags, one goal and four assists, becoming the younger players, I think, to get five goals involvement in a Premier League game. At 60 million euros, that was his transfer fee. It could be one of the signings of the summer. Okay, so in my book, it's two goals and three assists because it's I want to give the four. goal
0: that went to a kanji because it bounces off him. But. Um, yeah, and it's fine. I again people are like, Oh, what if what a find. Oh, he's unearthed a gem. Everybody knew who Doku was since he was sixteen. Yeah, the reality is you don't pay sixty million. Yeah, he if it's a gem uncovered. Uh, right. But then, you know, you look at this and it looks like a bargain compared to Mudric and Antony and you know, comparable yeah, 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 players, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But the knock on Doku was twofold, right? About why he was available and why he was still at Rand when he was twenty one was one is He gets injured all the time. His hamstrings go because he's so fast. And two is he's undisciplined. He dribbles too much. He doesn't understand football and so on, right? Two months under Pep, he looks like he's been in his entire life. He's unselfish. He presses. He works
1: in hard. In some games. There's a reason why he doesn't start the derby. There's a reason why he doesn't start Arsenal. I think he didn't start the derby because he's 21. That's no, it. Because, I, I think he's because phenomenal. Because you, you don't control a game with Doku like you control a game with Bernardo Silva and Grealish. They control this. He gives them something that's completely different that they haven't Not had since in, Raheem Sterling, right? Exactly. But Raheem Sterling was sold for
0: a reason. He don't control games with Doku like Raheem you Sterling don't. was sold because a year left on his contract and wanted a whole but pile of Doku money.
1: Doku gives the ball away too much for big ah. games. That that's why. He's not ready for those. Don't game. diss my doku. It's fine. I love him too, but he's not ready. That's why he doesn't play those games.
0: Real Madrid are held to nil-nil draw at home to Rayo Vallecano. Jewels, not even Jude Bellingham, nah. who looked like he suffered a shoulder injury. could get them over the
1: line. Yeah, no. And again, to be fair, it was not too bad from Real Madrid. They had some chances. But Rayo Vallecano gave them a good game. They moved the ball quite well when they had it. And there was just... So something missing and when judy's not there he made the same runs but the ball never arrived uh, i thought camavinga was really good in that game but it was not enough You to talk about camavinga it's every a, week but a, they, dis- they had a chance early on
0: One. disappointing the uh, yeah the one v one he scores that I, I, i'm i'm not concerned game. real madrid created a ton of chances no you know, i'm not concerned they did Jose yeah. could have had a half-trick but but there was
1: still something missing yeah the goal that's it yeah i don't know fabio Miretti scores his first senior goal and juventus win away at fiorentina 1-0 which means they're just two points off the top can the challenge for the title Gabi? especially without any european competition and where were the fiorentina ultras so i'll answer the second question first um there's been a lot of bad
0: weather and flooding in in toscany the Fiorentina Ultras, and Ultras love to get a, but, you know, they get a bad rap everywhere, but actually in a lot of cases, they do a lot of wonderful things. Um, a lot of them basically were part of the cleanup effort um, and volunteering, and they said, we would rather do this than go and cheer on um, this game, and they wanted the game moved. The game wasn't moved, um, and so they decided to continue with the yep. cleanup. Um, Honour to them. Uh, I should just point out that both clubs wanted the game played, Uh, So that's why the game went ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Juventus, again, not an impressive performance. Get the early goal, hang in there. Fiorentina played beautiful football but can't finish. Yeah. Uh, You know what? Given if they had some money to spend in January, as long as they don't spend it on Calvin Phillips or Thomas Partey or these (laughs) these types of players that they've been linked with... given that there's no they don't have european football yeah, yeah they're the right chance, there
1: definitely agree paris saint-germain
0: played way back on friday because they need plenty of rest yeah, and it's beauty, it's beauty sleep they do. with all those champions league challenges they face yeah and they beat Montpellier 3-0 with Warren's Emery
1: scoring again.
0: But Jules, what did they make of that statement released by Real Madrid about Kylian Mbappe?
1: Uh, not much. Gabi yeah, certainly what the club uh, said and told me. He came in Chiringuito, Chiringuito who announced on, on Friday, I think it was Friday night in their show, that it was on that deal was done for Mbappe to come to Real Madrid in the summer. And then us, the next day, the Madrid newspaper said the same with more details and the guy who wrote the piece is very well connected at real madrid as well like the presenter of el chiringuito so anyway they re- they responded with a statement saying there was nothing in, in all those rumors blah 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 which Okay, maybe it's not done deal, but we know that obviously they've been. You talking. think he's going to Real Madrid? I think, I think. Percentage he, wise, I yeah. think, <laughs> I think he's going to go to Real Madrid. As much as I would love him to, obviously stay. Inter also stayed top in Serie a with 2-1 victory away to Atalanta. And a really good game on Saturday. Zaghi just keeps on going, and so does Lautaro. This was a good game. Five wins
0: out of five on the road for for Inter. Atalanta hadn't conceded a single goal at home. Lautaro Shalon oh, blue. Yeah. a man of the match performance. Jules, it finally happened. Finally. Girona come from behind to be
1: Osasuna 4-2. And they're top of the table all by themselves in La Liga. On their own. An incredible achievement. It won't last, of course. I can tell you right now they're not going to win the title. Even if a lot of them are thinking about, hey, let's do a Montpellier. Let's do a Leicester. It's not going to happen. But they deserve credit, Mitchell and his teams. Even when they maybe not at the best, only at the start of this game, they find a way of coming back. They come got from that behind so many Siegankov. times. really good goal to finish it all off to win. Um, they, yeah, it's just I, that recipe that works. It's not a great fairy tale story because they're obviously part of the city group. We've said that before. They have players like Savio, who they should never have. But you can't take anything away from what they produce on the pitch. I'm going to be El Grinch. Here
0: okay. El Grincho, and give you two underlying <laughs> bits of information, data yeah. points that suggest that they will regress to the mean and tumble not just from first place but out of the top four. One is they've played, you know, how, they've played two teams in the top nine this That's season. True. That's just true. Just two. Yeah. And they and and they lost. They lost one and they drew one. Yeah. Right. They lost Real Madrid. And I think they drew. Whoever they drew against, right? Um, that doesn't bode well No Secondly They've scored 28 goals From open play this season um, Their expected goals Off that Is like 19.4
1: So yeah, It's not sustainable No It doesn't look like It's
0: sustainable As, yeah. All right, that's all I want no, to say. No, 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 but oh, it's hey.
1: still a great story. No, I love and, those and It's stories.
0: fun. I mean, again, well it's, done. It's, and it's, fun. it's fun to have them there. It's interesting. Again, it's not romantic, but it's fun.
1: It well is, done, Giro. Big away win for Bayer Leverkusen, who let a two goal lead slip at Offenheim before winning 3 2, Alex Grimaldo with a winner gap. 14 wins out of 15 for Chabi Alonso this season. But sometimes they're their worst own enemies. I really struggle with this, right? So, they they race... Uh, by the
0: way, Grimaldo, five goals this season. Oh, Tremendous hurt for a fullback. Great. But... So, they go 2-0 up. You're away from home against Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim are a good side. You know, they're yeah. side pushing for Europe. Um, and the Italian enemy says, Dude, just manage the game. Yeah. You've got these fast guys up front. Yeah. Easy, right? Easy. Do what Birds, Biden did. But face. no. No, no. We play from the back. We are a footballing side. Blah, blah, blah. Um... This playing from the back, Radetsky and... Oh God, that, a that pass? Work. Who is that pass for, even? I, I don't know. But inside of two minutes, all yeah. of a sudden,
1: it's 2-2. Yeah. And then you think, this is it. They're going to screw this up. They're away from the, home. damn, the pressure. It's Hoffman a mortal have blow. Have scored. Yeah, has that it's kind of like reversed header.
0: Yeah, by the way, no laughing at Weghorst anymore. But then Still. Grimaldo gets the winner. So a little bit of rub of the green. But you know what? I come around to it. You have to play this game. This is your identity. Yeah, play this learning, game in yeah, good yeah. times and in bad. Exactly. Exactly. How about some love for Nice? Still yes, undefeated. Still. Uh, off the top of my head, how many undefeated teams in the league in Europe this season? Not many. Not many Dan Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. I think that might be it. Tottenham. And that's it. Oh, and Spurs. Yes. Yeah, for and now. For now. And they Before. play Chelsea this evening. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Eight. I- you got your boy, you're going to say? My boy, Francesco Farioli can do no wrong. Incredible. I mean, Rennes were very disappointing. Very disappointing on Sunday night in Nice, but still eight, eight clean sheets in 11 league games, Gabi. Again, I'm going to say, I say every week, they are the best defence in the big five leagues. They have never been behind in a league game. This season is remarkable. And when you- the opposition is as average as Rennes were on on Sunday, they don't even have to force themselves going forward. But Jeremy Boga was outstanding. So, so good. He scored the first goal. He was just an absolute like, poison for the, for the Rennes defence and the, the right-back Asignan. And that was enough for them. They don't play the best of football, but they are so good collectively.
0: I'm not going to ask great. you to do a Nice-Manchester-United combined 11 I'm just going to ask you <laughs> right now, who has the better back four?
1: Yeah, I would go with Dante and Todibo every single day. Dante, who's 48 years old. 40, 40 years old. He returned 40 <laughs> in October. No? Just yeah. checking. Yeah. And to Debo, who United wanted, Jean-Claire. by the way. Yeah, exactly. Union Berlin lose again, Gabby. Since you wrote about them, it's even worse than before you actually did. This time, 3-0 at home to Frankfurt. It's now 12... <laughs>
0: Defeat in a row. That's right. Omar Marmouche opening the scoring straight away. Like, they're they're, they're 2-0 down early. And you know the way Union play, they're never going to get back into the game, Ah. right? Because they're not not built for that. I I don't know. This is mind-blowing stuff. It's almost as if, like... You know, Satan decided to punish it's... them for all their good deeds in years past. And it's like, ha-ha, you know, you, you appeal to all these hipsters and do-gooders around <laughs> the world. We'll show yeah. you. Look, have uh, that now. It's horrendous. It is bad. Leipzig saw the bet again, uh, losing 2-0 away to Mainz. I mean, it's not what they wanted if they're getting knocked out of the German cup.
1: Uh, definitely not what they wanted, Gabby. And also, Mainz ha- haven't been good at all. they second second from bottom. They've changed their managers. Bois Venson is gone. And yet this was a completely terrible performance from Leipzig and I, I just don't know they need to pick themselves up because they have a big Champions League game coming up of course that could be massive for them going through but it's just like unless you get that consistency and I, I just I thought Marco Rosa had that that this team was going to be more consistent and well, that clearly shows it. You know. It might
0: have been different if Chavi Simons had that shot where keep I thought keeping a tremendous save but. Still. but. Yeah. it's not enough overall
1: Victor Ozyman is still up, but it's okay because Jack Raspadori is getting it done for Napoli
0: how about that I think he scored in his last three they beat Salernitana 2-0 which is which is a derby after all those yeah, Salernitana true. are frankly terrible so bad Rudy Garcia was positively gloating after ah. the game he a press conference and he has a big smile and then he starts laughing and one of the journalists says, like, what's so funny? He's like, no, no, I just made a joke to, uh, about my situation. Uh, it's like, really? What was that? Like, no, I'd rather keep it to myself. Uh, it a big smile. Like, yeah. yeah, let's see if you keep smiling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We lavish praise on Atletico Madrid. And then, of course, what they do? They, they just disappoint us. On Friday, yeah. they lose away to Las Palmas 2-1. Did we go over the top in our love for El Cholo and Cholismo I don't 2.0? Think so.
1: I don't think so, but we said that the defeat they had earlier this season away at Valencia would never happen again. That was an accident. It never happens and again. Yeah, and that are shades of that in the sense that... They didn't play well with the ball. They had a couple of chances they should have taken Riquelme, especially in the first half, and nil-nil. He didn't. And then they were asleep at the start of the, of the second half and just considered goals. And there was nothing, no fighting spirit, no fighting back. When finally they put a cross in the box, Morata scored. It was too late at the end. It's just if they want to go and win the title, and we said they will be contenders. It's it's just not good enough. I think you got to be
0: really with the game in hand. You can't drop points like this nah, because you look at this. You say, like, like "My that. goodness, Girona are top of the table. It should be us."
1: Yeah, exactly. Gab, <laughs> there definitely is such a thing as Mourinho magic. Romelu Lukaku misses an early penalty. Roma go gold down at home against Lecce, and then in injury time, Azmoun equalizes. Then big Rom nails the winner. At the literally in the 95th minute and the eternal city goes ballistic. This
0: is unbelievable if you can catch some of the scenes on YouTube. It's 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 absolutely tremendous. It's crazy. Mourinho says it's moo time. Um oh, come you on. know when you score. Wait, what what what
1: what they were terrible for 19 minutes they were poor. Let your heart to break down. They, they come, they poor.
0: they park the bus, they make it difficult for you. I know still. Good news for them, Dybala is back, Dybala yeah. dispensing magic. Because if it's if it was a <laughs> Um but yeah, obviously if Luke. Who scores the penalty. It's a different different story. And you know what? This is pretty big because, look, I don't think Mourinho's going to get sacked because I don't think the Friedkins want to pay him off and plus the fans adore him or whatever. Will he
1: get a new contract, though?
0: No, I don't think he will. Not unless... He wants one. Not unless they turn around very, very quickly. Oh, really? Oh, does he want one? Yeah. What about all those other teams? What about Saudi offering him 10 billion zillion? Um, (laughs) No, look, I got to praise the Friedkins here. They were very, very clear on this. He said... We had yeah, a budget. We spent within our budget. Okay. Like, there's no reason for us to discuss extending your contract.
1: No, but for the budget, they need Champions League football next season, right? They need that money. Yeah, and they're going to cut back further if he doesn't deliver it to them. Yeah. Simple as. It's a big task. Leon are still dead last
0: in the table. Some things are good for Texter, some things are bad for Texter, our this favorite former skateboarder. This is bad. Um, at least Fabio Grosso's crew get a point. No, he don't looked,
1: give me that at least. They don't lose. They don't lose to Mess at home. I mean, in a terrible game where they got lucky in the end to get a point. And even the Mets manager, Laszlo Bologna, remember Laszlo Bologna? After the game, you should have seen his face in his press conference. And we said, like, what's wrong? He goes, well, nothing. But I would have taken a draw before. Now, after playing this game, I, I don't understand how we didn't win. That's how bad Lyon are. And the, the problem I have, Gab, and I think I said it before to you, they are in complete denial. They keep saying the players, Grosso himself, we're not going to go down. We're too good. You know the famous, we're too good to go down. They are too good we're, to go do down. we are too
0: good to go down. Texter's not going to allow it.
1: They haven't. He's going go, go to go to Rhett and remind everybody, this is my stadium. I'll be back even if you made me. Shop with a police escort. They haven't won a game this season. If they cannot win at home against a team like Mets, I think they can definitely <clears throat> go down.
0: All right. They have a game in hand, right? Fabio Grosso yeah, wasn't fully fit after what happened he's, last week. Is that aim- aim- like this?
1: Okay, I don't know. Know. I just think he's bad, but I don't want them to go down. I'm just, I'm just saying, unless they get that kind of reality check and they finally realize that yes, they can go down, it might never get better. That's what I'm saying. Rafa Benitez is very angry. Gab, He's set aside a held at home by Sevilla 1-1, and they denied the last ditch penalty after Jesus Navas appeared to foul Anastasios Duvicas. and we saw Yago Aspas' reaction as well. Then he apologized.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so first thing. Yeah, I don't know how to tell you this, but um if you don't like a VAR decision or non decision, don't attack the monitor and it's throw it because it's not the monitor who does it. Definitely it's the not. people, it's the people who look at the monitor yeah. and I I I genuinely I genuinely don't get this. I, I genuinely don't understand nah, no, what happened that. here. Um it was one hundred percent. It was definitely it was one hundred percent a penalty. They got really um and, yeah, I feel a little bit for Rafa because I think Celta are you know even with Rafa when he gets on a roll, he gets a little bit big headed, yeah, but right now Celta deserve more they're they're, they're much better than what the, they're playing better and they're much better than what than they' what, their, than what the lead position is, and they've been very unfortunate, and this is one of them definitely. Emma Hayes will be leaving Chelsea. Oh. Jules, we're both big fans. Where's she going? Yeah,
1: I mean, can we do the, how do you call that? The, the roll. drum roll? Yeah, drum roll. She's going to the United States of America. Well done. Where's she going? Ta- she's going to take over and take the women's side for the near future. I don't know how long the contract will be. I think, uh, uh, listen, I don't think leaving Chelsea, which you've made, I mean, she has made the best team in the world, really, or oh, I in Europe and then yeah, all those Champions League titles that they won. Ah, okay. Ooh, well, them and Barcelona. Okay. But she still made them very, very good. Unless you go to Barcelona, and I'm not even sure how much uh, a step-up that is, considering they are already with you, the best team in the world. I think going to take over the uh, U- the US women's national team is is huge. And that's that's the step-up that you could take. That Maybe the only step-up that you could take, apart from England, I guess, maybe... And that job is not available, so go for it. Yeah, I, it, for me it's
0: really interesting because right, I don't watch a lot as much women's football as you do, yeah. but I do watch the World Cup, I do watch the Champions League. Right. It seems obvious to me that the way her Chelsea team played and the way the US women's team played, not just this last World Cup when they were disappointing, but the generation before, yeah. very, very different. Yeah, um, She's much more about... Technical ability. She's much more about tactical sophistication, whereas I thought the U.S. team was, in the past, was more about athleticism, more about directness. Um, That's not
1: enough anymore. As we saw in the, it'll be interesting.
0: It'll be really interesting how how she adjusts. I mean, she's got an incredibly talented group of players, from Sophia Smith to whatever Trinity. So Trinity Rodman. So. Good luck to her. I, in a different situation, I would be like, oh, this is like Ancelotti going to... And she looks a little yeah, bit like Ancelotti to going Brazil. to Brazil, right? Exactly. So, maybe that's this the parallel. Yeah. I can't wait. I think I think she's making the right call. After they both win World Cups, we should organize a dinner, the two of us, Emma oh and, and Carletto. That would be amazing. Yeah, we'll sell
1: tickets to Make it. Make that happen. Gab, deep down, you know how much I love all the Parisian teams. Even Red Star? Even Red Star. Even Paris FC. And... What do you make of what Paris FC have just decided to do? A bit like what we saw with Dusseldorf in the the Germany second division. But Paris FC have decided to let every home game for the men and the women's team, and the women's team is better than the men's team, by the way, Uh, in the Champions League and in the league this season, for free. Everybody can go in for free. Well, you mentioned
0: Dusseldorf there as... uh... (laughs) as uh, pariFC's EFC's mm-hmm. own Communicate put it out. They were very specific. Like, this is unprecedented. Dusseldorf only does it with some tickets yeah, or some, some tickets. games. Exactly. We're going to do it to everyone. Come on, come on. At the Yeah. Um i I'm assuming they're going to have to have some ticketing system, though, where you have to like yeah, sure. register for tickets. You can't just yeah. open your doors, right? Like, they draw about 3,500 a game, pariFC Um yeah. I'm going to guess that... Maybe at an average price of twenty euros a game. Does that would, seem reasonable? Yeah, something yeah. like
1: that. Maybe cheaper for the kids even.
0: Are you looking at like seventy grand? If you can have more people in the stadium by not charging people, um, then with the stadium holds what? Twelve thousand? Yeah, a little bit more than that. I think. I have played that many times. You know, it can work out, right? Yeah. Well, when you never count, when you never stopped to count all the seats while you were playing. No, and no. at my time there was not
1: that many people anyway
0: in there. Um, so. I get this, it's a bit of a PR stunt. it's a bit of a way, it's just a way to open up football, uh, professional football to more people, um, by all means, and and the women's team as well. I mean, you know, they, you you may think, we we talked a fair, they they draw just under a thousand, we say. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, So it's a positive one, can you make it up with sponsorships or whatever? Yeah, Yeah, if you can fill those seats, yeah, yeah, you can.
1: Exactly, Yeah. yeah.
0: Tunisia's Widad Casablanca won the first leg of the African Football League final, beating South Africa's Mamelodi Sundowns 2-1. Yeah. Jules, this is still wide open.
1: Wide open before the second leg. I mean, you're right. There was not much at all in between the two teams. It's, it's good. It's suddenly, I like... So, okay, the Copa Libertadores was played, obviously, over one leg. Right. Or one game, whatever you call it. <laughs> There's some, And, and I like, I like one, uh, one final like we see also in the Champions League in Europe. I, I also like the, uh, the two-legged... Finals. I just, I just like it. I like that you have the first leg, then you can adjust what happened in the first leg when you go back to the second leg and you're in your own stadium or you're away. Things like that. I think it's cool, too. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I,
0: I don't like... I, I prefer the one-legged final. No, I can understand. I, I understand the why they don't no, no, do no. it. The reality is, OK, maybe not so much, um, you know, we died from, you know, traveling from Tunisia to... South Africa. South, South Africa. That is a long way to go. Yeah. In Africa you don't necessarily have the it's not as easy to get around as it is in Europe, right? Yeah. So you want to make a two leg so that both teams can have their full support yeah. behind them. It's not like let's have a Champions League final in in Paris or London where you know all of Europe travels there. So I I get that. Um I'm curious to see how this goes. And of course these teams will show up and we'll see these teams again when the African Champions League starts because of course this is a totally separate competition.
1: Yeah, exactly. Pomigliano announced on Sunday that they will be withdrawing from Italy's women's top flight effective immediately. That means just now, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, now. Gab, what do you think? Uh, I think that they, they... But they have no money left? Or what, no,
0: what it's about it? not about money. It's about the penalty decision that they got against... Uh, they played some this week. And there's, there's 10 teams in the Italian top flight. Yeah, Pomigliano are one of them. Every other team is affiliated to a Serie A team. Pomigliano are not. It's, it's a place that's in the south of Italy. It's, it's near, near Naples. Um, the club was founded in 2019. This guy got really excited about women's football, put money in. In his statement, he said, he said, oh, you know, we're expected to hold up our end of the bargains. He, he, he mentioned that the league should, have, should be giving them more money, whatever. But the main reason he went on is the lack of respect and the, the officiating decisions and blah, blah, blah. I think you have to grow up. I love the fact that there are clubs that are women's I know, me clubs. Too. I don't like the well. fact. I really don't. It really bugs me that people think, oh, the only way is to have Man City and Paris Saint-Germain and Barcelona and Chelsea and Milan whatever, and they all have to have women's teams. they like, ah, oh, United, why don't you have a women's team? Because this influx of money destroyed a lot of women's teams yeah. who kept going and were really important for many years when things were tough, Right. And it's also and it was also good because they were surviving on their own, um, you know, without needing to, 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 to needing the support of the of, of men's football. However, Pomigliano is a little different. Pomigliano was founded, like I said, only four, four years, years ago. ago. And you can't have this reaction to a refereeing decision. This is like a throwback yeah. to the I 1960s I, and whatever. I know. Um, I think they should grow up. I would be sad if they left. I, I'm surely. They, they, they I'm, will come I'm back sure on they're going to rethink. Yeah. Yes. Um, But you can't have people like that are going to get so emotional about this, you know. It would have been as if Arteta had said,
1: that's it. That's it. I'm I'm withdrawing Arsenal from the league.
0: Uh, Jules. We were full of praise for Unai Emery and Aston Villa. So what happened when they hit that Nottingham Forest Uh, Road bomb?
1: Well, we've also said, Gabby, that they were very good at home this season. The best team in in the league. Nottingham's
0: not that far from Birmingham. It's not that far,
1: but it's still not the same. And they struggle a little bit more on the road, especially when Emi Martinez, the best goalkeeper in the world, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) According to who? Yashin. According to the Ballon d'Or voters. The Yashin uh, trophy winner makes a huge mistake. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. Really? That, that
1: yeah, so that doesn't help either. It doesn't help when you have an off day. Uh, let's just hope for them that it doesn't happen too often. Talking about the Ballon d'Or, UFR will partner with France Football who give up. The Ballon d'Or, as you know, every year. I, I know you love talking mm-hmm. about it. So you must be delighted that UFR have decided to partner
0: with France Football on this. Well. I think it's the other way around. I think it's France Football who partnered with UEFA in the same way that a few years ago, of course, they FIFA, partnered yeah. with FIFA, right? Remember back when there was only one award, when like the, what, the FIFA the best yes. award wasn't there, and, and it was the FIFA Ballon d'Or. I don't know if this is now going to be the UEFA Ballon d'Or.
1: Well, I don't know the so?
0: implications as well because, you know... what does it change? Well, I mean, for starters... I don't think they have a requirement that you need to play in Europe anymore, right? No, but no. Yeah, to of win course. The An MLS
1: player won this year, so...
0: Uh, so, UEFA is the governing body of European football? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to... It's Felipe Melo, who is... This probably won't happen, but just a side thing Felipe Melo won the Copa Libertadores. You yeah. know, what if he comes back to the Brazilian national team, wins the Copa America and the World Cup in his mid-40s? Again, won't happen. And yeah. Scores 500 goals, can... Is he eligible to win? Is, is of course a UE... he is. like
1: Messi was. Right. With... But it's a
0: UEFA award in UEFA by the governing body of European football, even though yeah. he's not in UEFA. Or better yet, or Karim Benzema, or Christiane. I mean, I don't I, I don't know why we need to go and know. do this. Yeah. UEFA are going to say, I, I oh, but well, look, it's it's French, and it's just across the border from us, and it's a, it's French football. Yeah, but it's a global award. It's become a global award, right? I, it just feels a little weird. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It seems to me. The other thing is, why do... France football need UEFA, right? I mean, if the Ballon d'Or is so, so. successful it's and a so final important.
1: financial support, maybe uh, I don't logistical know. support. I don't know. I, I don't get it.
0: Stad Rams won away to Nand, 1 0. Jules, it would be a great opportunity to praise Colt hero Ginger, child manager Will Still, but he was suspended. So, what do you was, do if
1: Still's not around? Well, you've got a second still. Oh, is it? Yeah, Nicola, his younger brother, is 26. Who was on the bench on Sunday wait, and wait. he won
0: the game. Does he actually tell people my name is Nicolas Still because yeah. he's a Francophone? No, yeah, my well, name is Nick Still or Nicky Steele or Nicolas. No, Nicola Steele. Nicola, I think
1: he likes Nicolas. He goes by Nicola. I think he likes Nicolas, yeah. So is Will still Will? Will? Yeah. I <laughs> love this. But great. He was on the touchline. He was gesticulating. just gest- gesticulating. All of that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, he's apparently very smart, very bright. He was in Belgium before. And now uh, got sacked I think so joined his brother in the summer with the other brother so the three steals are now
0: what's the other brother's name I can't remember now wait does he have an English name that you pronounce in a French way for no reason whatsoever
1: the three brothers for sure Okay. Uh, they might be just two of them I can't remember but anyway Nicolas well done he was on the bench Good first win for him as a Stade Reims kind of manager, if you want. And good, they're fourth Wait. in the table. You know, they're going to qualify. They're going to make it to Europe. So he's 26. They're really good. Will is 29?
0: 30? 30 now, I think. He turned 30. Oh, he's, he's, he's older than Farioli then.
1: Uh, no, Farioli is 34, no? So, yeah, you're right. He is 34, yeah. But still. I think, yeah, but still. Uh, still,
0: still <laughs> it's but still amazing, changing.
1: to be fair. We'll see he turned 31 in October, October 14th, yeah, so. Here we go. Here we go. Well done to them. Mr. Alushescu talking about not so much young manager anymore. Old manager. He's leaving Dynamo Kiev, Gab. Will we see him again on the bench somewhere? He was He's 73 now? Something? 78, 78 years old. Wow.
0: Um, look, I mean, the man is a legend. And the fact that I don't, off the top of my head, obviously he managed uh, Brescia when they were in the second division, won the City of B title. I don't think that he's ever managed... In any other of the big five leagues, but what a career he had! Um, he won seven league titles as a player with Dinamo you know, Bucharest, yeah. then he's won league titles with with Rapid Bucharest, with Galatasaray, and then the following year with Besiktas. And then, of course, he made his name in those great Shakhtar Donetsk teams with with Fernandinho, with with William. Yeah. He won eight league titles there. He won six cups. Uh, then he goes to Dinamo, won, wins the league. Then the war breaks out. Decides he's going to stick around. I mean, this is a man in his seventies in a war zone. I like it's, it's obviously somebody who lived for football. I don't know his reasons. I, some people say it's to do with the team doing badly. Maybe he feels he can help more. Maybe also, you know, as Rocky Balboa says, Father time is undefeated. The man is seventy-eight years old. Yeah. I think the warrior's are allowed to rest now. I know. Arsenal's under eighteen team, coached by Jack Wilshire. Yeah, who's older than Will Still, I think. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh,
1: they were facing their counterparts from Brighton this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, how did they get on, Jules? Not really according to plans, Gabby, because they never played the game. And you know why? Because on their way to Brighton, they actually didn't end up in Brighton. They ended up in Bournemouth, further down the, well, way further down the coast. Clearly, somebody okay. put the wrong postcode the wrong address in the Satnav. Okay,
0: so for those who
1: aren't It here, starts by B. Both of them start with B.
0: Yeah, okay. So for those who don't live in England or are unfamiliar with the Scepter Dial, Brighton and Bournemouth, as you mentioned, are both on the south coast of England. Yeah. They're both south of North London, which is where Arsenal is yeah. from. Um, they're about 90 miles apart from each other. Yeah, that's um, right. That's not near, that's not close. No, it's not what, close. And what I don't understand is you have a bunch of teenagers on the on bus. On the coach, yeah, on the bus. You have Jack Wilshere, yeah. who I believe is from London as well, yeah. right? Yeah, He's Arsenal born and bred? Yeah, yeah. I'm presumably he has a staff and everything. And Jack Wilshere, yeah. so relatively young. All
1: these people, like nobody has their phone out. Nobody looks at their phone. I don't know maybe, looks where maybe they somewhere they, are. Somewhere they were preparing for the game. They were focused. Well, somewhere for somewhere the two-hour bus ride down, like maybe they were asleep. Maybe they were. So where? Where I agree with you. It's probably like it would take you an hour and a half maybe to go to Brighton from North London and three hours to go to Bournemouth maybe so a little after, less than three hours but still yeah, but like, not much less so on a bus not in the car on a bus right so after let's say after an hour and a half do you think like should not should not should not no we be arrived by like, now
0: shouldn't we like should we've, we've been, been there before shouldn't yeah. the window look different I think we like, we
1: drove past the Brighton sign or something <laughs> like, remember is some hard. fans who went to the wrong there were some fans who went to the wrong... Uh, no, wasn't it Benfica fans or something in the Champions League one year? They went to the wrong, the wrong team. They had sim- two teams that similar names. They went to the wrong one. But at least it was the same name. This time it's Bournemouth and Brighton. Come on.
0: I, I blame VAR for not correcting Yeah, Stuart Atwell,
1: ah, do better. Me Howard Webb. Westar Belgrade uh, went into the record books this weekend, mm-hmm. Gabby. In which way? They beat Radnik Surdulica, uh, nice pronunciation. And thank
0: you. Uh, this means that they matched the legendary Real Madrid side of uh, Alfredo Di Stefano, Pushkas, Gento, and Santa Maria. Yeah, one hundred and twenty-one games undefeated wow. at home in the league. Their last home defeat was in twenty seventeen um, when they lost three one the big derby against Partizan at the at the Maracana. Yeah. Uh, and December tenth, set your watches. Apparently, that's the next home game. I have no idea why it's like a month away. Uh, I guess it's an international. So, one hundred and twenty-one home games in a row in the league. Yeah, in the league, unbeaten. Wow. And they're playing Mladost Lukani. Um, if somebody wants to sponsor us, I think, I think we should go to Belgrade and be there for that game.
1: Yeah, I'm.
0: I'm. i in. Um, you, I I never been to Belgrade, so oh, I'd, I'd be delighted.
1: To yeah, France play
0: there. I'd be delighted to go and witness witness history. Fluminense beat Boca Juniors to win the Copa Libertadores. John Kennedy, no relation as far as I know, scores the winner in injury time and then gets sent off. Jules?
1: Yeah, I mean, the atmosphere was amazing, obviously, in Rio uh, for this game. Better than what we saw on the pitch, I'll give you that, because Fluminense and... and Uh, Fernando Diniz their head coach who played nice football Boca we can't really say the same about them so not the best of finals Boca who
0: went through on penalties in like every round you knew it was
1: always going to be grinded out yeah German Cano who's who's an Argentine striker at Fluminense who scored the first goal of Fluminense scored 13 goals in the Copa Libertadores this season Boca together scored 12 so German Cano on his own scored more than Boca shows you that Boca are not even with Cavani up front um, the the most lethal lethal team and Indian, I think Fluminense and, and Marcelo who became the 15th player to win both the Champions League and the Copa Libertadores. If we had time, I would ask you to name all the other 14. But we don't, although, we don't, uh, although I'm sure you could find many of them, but what an achievement for him. Well done to him. Shout
0: out to Marcelo, by the way, who said that this means more to him yeah, than all those Champions League I titles know, he except,
1: won. Madrid will understand.
0: Can we give a shout out, by the way, to Boca, the one goal Boca did score? Um, Luis Edvincula, the fastest Peruvian in the world. Yeah. And I mentioned that in honour of Alameen.
1: Of course. Yeah, we haven't talked enough about John Texto. So here we go. He's been banned for a month uh, for his comments about the referee uh, and the corruption in the Brazilian league after his Botafogo team lost to Palmeiras. 4-3, remember, we mentioned it on Thursday's show. So you can go on YouTube and see the
0: foul for which the guy was sent off. Personally, I think it's fair enough, especially because he's got a teammate. Uh, The the guy who gets fouled's got a teammate in the middle of the uh, uh, of the area. So uh, whatever. But he says this is corruption. This is bad word corruption. Um, You can find me. You can suspend me. It's my stadium. I'll still be here. Uh, He he was on the pitch as well.
1: Like, oh no, should not be on the pitch after a game Um, like this.
0: but the really stupid thing in all this, other than you know that I, I don't know, screws are coming. Lift. And John, like I said, we're always here for you. We can help you out here. Leon yeah. will yeah, share our experience. Anything. You make Chris the decisions. Um, but the crazy thing is, they were three one up, right, when this guy got sent off, and then they had a penalty which they missed. Yeah, and then they conceded three goals after the eighty fourth minute. So when that happens don't make it all about the red card because it's not all about the red card. It's about not being able to defend a two-goal lead for six minutes and not being able to convert a penalty. Exactly. It's basic stuff. Yeah. All right, Jules, this brings us to an end. But guess what? It's one of those weeks. It's the champions. How about that? Uh, We're going to be back on Thursday. Until then, love the game. Love your neighbor. Love yourself.